Welcome to Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Politics in Nigeria is no game for the faint-hearted. It takes grits and guts. According to some analysts, that guts were fully displayed by the current vice president of Nigeria, Professor Yemi Ushibajo, who declared his intention to run for president in the 2023 elections under the APC. Among those who are already in the race is Bola Ahmed Tinibu. It is common knowledge that the emergence of Oshibanjo and his relevance in the political scene was powered by Bola Ahmed Tinibu. There have been speculations that Oshibanjo was interested in the presidency, but up till now, no one has been sure. Therefore, his declaration hit the political arena. What exactly is the atmosphere in Tinibu's camp? Well, Bill Kisu Ahmed has a chat to the spokesperson for the Tinibu support group. I am Barrister Sahabi Samisani. I'm a National Publicity Secretary of Tinibu Support Group campaign organization. I'm a human rights activist. I'm a public affairs commentator. That is me. Okay, can you tell us how Tinibu really felt when Osibajo declared his intention to become the president? Seeing that Tinibu is his godfather. Well, I will say he feels fine. He feels very much fulfilled. For you to have somebody that is your subordinate, mm. somebody, your loyalist, somebody you brought off from the commissioner, from the position of state attorney general to the position of vice president mm. is an achievement. And you should remember, Bola Ametinubu is a Democrat. Is the only politician that refused to become from any party. Mm. Only when he renamed his party from AD to ACM, then eventually to the merger of APC. So anybody that will think Asiwaji Bola Metinubu is not happy for his son to come out and contest against him is not doing favor to Asiwaji Bola Metinubu. There is nobody that will not be happy to see his son growing up and even trying to compete with him mm. morally, socially, and politically. This is an achievement. It's a best and a great achievement that people should understand. It's a better thing to think about because in the history of Nigeria, we never had somebody that rise to the position of Asiwaji Bola Metinubu, who only was a governor of Lagos State. And then after being a governor of Lagos State, he was able to produce leaders. In this cabinet alone, you can mention over three or four ministers that were brought off from his school of thought. Mm. So okay, but you, you you mentioned that um, Osiba Jo is his son, but when he was asked about his son coming out to declare his intention for the presidency, he said he doesn't have a son like that. What can you say about that? Well, what I hear him say is he said his son has grown up. Mm-hmm. He did not say he doesn't have a son like that. And even if he said he doesn't have a son like that, yes, it's true. He had never gotten a son that is as age as Oshibanjo, that is as old as Oshibanjo. No, a son in politics, his godfather in politics. Yeah, yes, but he cannot say so. Even if he is quoted wrongly to say so, there is nothing wrong with that. And that does not mean they are quarreling. Let me tell you, my sister, anybody in politics, anybody whosoever he is, if he capitalizes on insults, mm. he capitalizes on condemnations, he capitalizes on blackmail, he's not a politician. 
Because in politics, we must get to a point where a leader, a winner must win and a loser must lose. And you as ordinary as I am, you cannot delve into contentions that may be arising maybe between Tinubu and Oshibanjo, or Tinubu and Amechi, or Tinubu and Oshibanjo. Mm. It is not done anywhere in politics. Politics is a game of numbers. Politics is a game of freedom. Politics is a constitutional game that you must believe there must be a winner and there must be a loser. Okay, do you think this declaration of Osiba Jok will bring some challenges to his godfather Tinubu? Of course, of course, because Osiba Jok may have the upper hand in government because Osiba Jok cannot contest for president even if he is contesting without the interest and anonymity of his godfather, mm. Siwaji Wolame Tinubu, mm. definitely there must be consent of the president. Nobody will exempt the president from knowing whether Osiba Jok will contest or not contest. Because if Osiba Jok could not consult Asiwaju, Mm. that I want to contest for president. He must consult with the president. Yeah, but I thought he consulted with both of them before he came out. I believe so. Mm. I believe so. But I am telling you, he can never contest without the consultation, without consulting one or two of them. So what are the challenges do you think Tinibu will face because of this? Normal challenges. When somebody is anointed by government and another one is anointed by the masses, who do you think will win? Until the day, until the last day, that is when we'll know. Mm -hmm. But definitely Oshibanjo is an anointee of government. There is no doubt about it. Mm. That was Shahabi Sani Sami, spokesperson, Tinibu Support Group speaking. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We'll be going on break Tuesday. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're looking at how Oshibanjo has shaken the table in Nigerian's political scene. Before we went on break, the spokesperson of the Bola Ahmed Tinibu support group tells us how he truly feels about the recent development. With all that has played out so far in the APC and the key players involved, does Professor Yemi Oshibajo stand a chance running against Bola Ahmed Tinibu? Will his dreams and aspirations get past the party primaries? I had a chat with a political analyst. My name is Gidi Ojo. I'm a development consultant, author, columnist with The Point newspaper, as well as development focus host on ITV. I'm not too surprised at his training starting the ring. And um, even there are people who have declared interest, who many Nigerians are saying, what's he looking for? I mean, and there have been jokers and there have been pretenders and there are contenders. And, you know, as an aspirant, even I can also declare my intention to run. Professor Yemi Oshimba Joe's declaration is um, not totally unexpected. 
and I wish him best of luck. He's eminently qualified. He's a, he, he's actually, he comes with a lot of pedigree. Uh, academically, he's gotten to the apex of his career as an academic. He, he rose from being a lecturer through getting his PhD to becoming uh, a professor in the university. That's the apex. Every other thing is a political appointment, either that's VC, DVC, or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> Once you get to a professorship, that's the end apex. of the... Then in the legal profession, look at his pedigree. He also rose to become the uh, senior advocate of Nigeria, which is also another apex in the legal profession. So after that, what else? Uh, unless you want to cross over to the bench and become a judge. You know, as a lawyer, the aim of every lawyer, practicing lawyer for them is to become a senior advocate of Nigeria. Then as a pastor, he's also a senior pastor in the Pentecostal church. He's also a, a, an in-law to the great Awolowo dynasty. So when you look at all of that, he comes prepared. And even in terms of governance, he's been a, a commissioner in Lagos State for eight years. In fact, before then, he served as a special assistant to Chibola Jibola, who was a former attorney general and minister of justice at the age of 31. You know, so he, he, he was a special assistant to him. He became a commissioner from being a commissioner for eight years. He's now served as vice president for eight years. Yes. So you may say the only drawback in terms of my own assessment of him is that he has not been tested electorally. He has never contested any elections. Uh, in the true sense of it, as a commissioner, is uh, appointed. And as a vice president, you are just like an appendage. You are not really the one on the ballot, you, mm. you call. Yes. So you, you just tag along. Maybe this is about the first time he would really be on the ballot. Okay, so now it being his first time, to be on the ballot, his first time to actually be in this elective position. Do you think he stands a chance? Because all his positions has, have come as political appointment and like you said, appendages now. Shall with the likes of Tinibu, whom um, stories are saying, oh, Tinibu is his godfather and him coming out to declare and running side by side by his godfather. Do you think he stands a chance? Every one of them stands a chance. Okay. There's a saying, if you don't throw a dice, you will never throw six. One thing that goes for politician, and I mean politician that is what it's sought, is you must have grit, you must have God. Mm. You must be able to take risk, calculated risk, I would say. All of these will pan out on or before June 3rd. So this is uh, more like a two, two months race in the true sense of it. So I said this against the background that every aspirant will tell you they, are, they stand a chance, that they can win. But what I see which will likely happen is the men will be separated from the boys at the primary. So whether it's Abichi, Tinubu, and all of that, what will happen now is negotiations. It's about negotiations. So is either Tinubu drops out for him or he drops out for Tinubu? Because uh, what we have also had is that um, the dominant parties are pushing for consensus. Mm. Lillian. The factor here is the president. Who is he going to throw his hat behind? Who is he going to queue behind? If the president queues behind him as his vice president, who people say has been lawyer, has been everything, then his campaign will take a new twist. But if the president is not in support, then that would be an OP task. 
Okay, now um, this part of the president's being in support is actually, or oh, I'd love to look at it like um, a dicey situation for Osibanjo, being that his reactions on social media, people are coming out to say that he's only going to continue in the footsteps of Buhari. So if the president is throwing his weight behind him, is that something good for him? Well, for me, I'm not sure people in government feels that people are disenchanted with them. They feel that after the birth of Jesus Christ, they are the best best thing to happen. And um, so uh, to that extent, I think we may be wrong in our assessment. But don't forget, the first order to cross is actually the primaries. Mm. And uh, in primaries, you and I will not have a chance to vote. It's not all commerce affair. It's going to be within the party. So uh, irrespective of how you and I feel, we can express our feelings at the ballot on February 25, 2023. That's when it will be our chance to talk, to talk with our ballot. But before then, it needs to cross the order of who becomes the candidate of APC. Mm. And if luck shines on him, but my fear, Lilia, my fear is, would they allow a credible party primary? Mm. Because the primaries that you turn to a conclave, like you want to appoint a pope, where it's a closed circuit and people are forced or coerced to drop out. Democracy is about free choice and free will. But you'll find out that only a half of people will determine the pendulum of the party. And in turn so, the nation. And they turn in the nation, exactly. So what I am apprehensive about is if there's a level playing field, it will have its uh, chances uh, determined by whether if it's a direct primary, then the members of APC across the country. If it's an indirect primary, then maybe the delegates mm. from across the country. Well, if it's consensus, it is the elders' council that will determine that. <laughs> okay, so at, at this point, whatever thoughts we have, whatever sentiments we have, whatever school of thoughts we hold in regards to his predecessor and him running in, holds no water till he goes beyond the primaries. My dear, that's the truth. <laughs> the truth and nothing but the truth. That was Jide Oju, a political analyst and a developmental consultant. As 2023 draws nearer, more and more moves and intentions will be made. We wait and watch. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprouts.com or even listening on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. You can also reach us via Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.